Well, my friends, we have come to the end of the road of our Abide podcast series. When we first set out on creating this series, we wanted to provide a small encouragement to you in this strange COVID season. Our biggest goal for this podcast series was simple, to remind one another to turn our eyes again and again to Jesus, our only true comfort and hope. And we hope that these devotions have been helpful to you in doing that over these past few months. So a few of you might have noticed that this final episode is a couple of weeks late. I was planning on releasing it on May 28th, but on May 25th, George Floyd was murdered in Minneapolis and our community erupted with sadness and grief. In light of the protests and the marches and the many important conversations happening in our community, you know, a series wrap up just kind of felt like one of the least important things to do. In fact, I thought about maybe just skipping this last episode. I thought maybe no one would really notice. But this week, I had a change of heart. I felt that it was important to share this last one with you. It goes without saying that life looks very different today than what it looked like at the beginning of this year. If you try to think back to January or even December, things might feel a little fuzzy. It's even hard to quite remember what life was like then. COVID has already changed our world in many ways, and because we're still in the middle of it, it will continue to change our world in ways that we can't yet fully identify. In addition, we have started having conversations as a nation about race and justice and systemic inequality that are just beginning to change the landscape of our country. For some in our community, experiencing individual and systemic racism has been a part of everyday life. And for others in our community, we've only recently been awakened to this reality. And I have hoped that these past few weeks have already begun to change who we are. And because there's still so much left yet to do, our communities will continue to change in ways that we can't yet fully identify. These past few months have been filled with a lot of change and a lot of uncertainty. Today, June 15th, here in Madison, we turn the dial one more notch on opening up businesses and restaurants. Some of us are starting to think about what it could look like to open our social gatherings to a few more friends, a few more family members. Many of us are taking one more step in learning how to lament and grieve a reality that we're just now waking up to, and then doing the hard work that it takes to begin talking and sharing and reconciling with one another. That's a lot. And as we do all these things, we find ourselves continually navigating unfamiliar territory, asking new questions, entering into uncomfortable conversations. And I think that this is going to be a part of our new normal for a while. So today's devotion doesn't really have a specific passage of scripture to break down, but the message is deeply embedded in the life of Jesus and throughout the pages of scripture. What does it look like to love people well? What does it look like to order our time and our money and our relationships in such a way that brings glory to God and loves our neighbor well in this season? So over these past few months, the way we have spent our time has obviously changed. While it's certainly not everyone's experience, many of our schedules have slowed down and we find ourselves with more time to exercise, sleep, cook healthy meals at home, catch up with friends and family. Things like trampolines and bikes and hand weights and puzzles have been sold out for weeks, evidence that we're doing things a little bit differently at home. 
Personally, I am on a waiting list for a trampoline that says it'll be in stock in April 2021. Who knew that all of us parents would have the exact idea for how to help our kids pass the time while stuck at home? I've also heard stories of people right here at Blackhawk who have decided to use some of their extra time to start spending daily time with God in scripture and prayer. And wow, it has been so cool to hear how their relationship with him has changed so much for the better. So as we start slowly adding things back into our schedule, now is the time to ask ourselves some really important questions. Which things do we add back in? And which ones do we decide to get rid of? What are those life-giving practices that you've started in this season that have changed you? If you have kids, what part of the last few months have you found refreshing and helpful for the good of your family? And how do we hold space for and prioritize these things as we start to emerge from our slower-paced lives? Over these past few months, another thing that's changed is how we've spent our money. Our grocery bills have probably doubled and our gas bills are probably close to zero. Many of you have gotten refunds from summer camps that are no longer happening or travel reservations that have been canceled. And for those of you who have been laid off or furloughed, budgets may have gotten uncomfortably tight at home. And so your spending habits have had to really change. For many businesses, budgets um, have been frozen and we might have come to realize that the things that we thought that we couldn't do without, whether that be as an organization or as an individual or as a family, we realize, you know what? We're actually okay without that. We don't really miss it at all. So as restaurants and as businesses begin to reopen and travel restrictions loosen, as some of us start to go back to jobs while others find ourselves starting completely over, maybe the questions about how we spend our money sound something like this. How do I, what do I most value and how can I use this interruption to change my spending habits to match those values? Do I go back to my old budget, the one I had before COVID started, or do I use this opportunity to start over? What local businesses do I want to make sure to start supporting in the season? And are there organizations that are doing good, important work that I want to get behind with my financial support? These are all good and potentially challenging questions to ask ourselves in this season. A final area that's changed over these past few months is our friendships, our community. And for me, this has been the area that I've been thinking most about. I don't know about you, but before COVID, it could take weeks, sometimes months, simply to schedule a dinner with friends. Our schedules were busy and finding a free weekend evening was hard, but I didn't think too much about it, to be honest. I mean, sure, it was a bummer that it took so long to figure out when we could get together, but it was kind of the way things were. It was all of our normals. But it's been in the slowing down of life over these past few months that I realized that I actually can make some choices and do this differently. I don't have to be so busy. I can say no to good things to make time for intentional relationships that are mutually encouraging and challenging and supportive and fun. And so the questions that have been bubbling to the top for me are how can I make more time for community in my weekly rhythms? How can I be a better friend to those around me? Who do I want to get to know better and how can I be intentional about pursuing those relationships? I don't know what the questions are for you, whether they're in one of these areas or in something completely different, but what I do know is that God is inviting us all to lean into this opportunity for new, 
new patterns, new rhythms, new behaviors, and new relationships. God desires to use all things, even the things that the enemy meant for evil, to draw us to himself, to transform our entire beings, to look more like Jesus. Not only for our own good, but for the glory of God and for the good of others. And so as individuals and as a community, let's spend time wrestling with some of these questions together with roommates, with families, with neighbors, with our life groups, as we make a new way forward, following the leading of the Spirit who is at work in us and beside us and around us and through us. And so, my friends, as we wrap up this series, I would like to leave you with these final words from the book of Numbers. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace.